Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Student of Money podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer. The mission of Student of Money is to help you achieve your goal of personal financial freedom through entrepreneurship, real estate, investing, and professional development. This is episode 11, and we're going to try a new format. We're going to go with no script. Because people have been asking me in the past if I use a script or not. And normally I've been using a script. This time I've got a little outline and I'm just going to wing it and see how this goes. I don't want to be dragged down by the editing process and I need to be a little quicker on these so I kick these out in a timely fashion and be a little more responsive. So here we go. All right, last week I got my property tax statements in the mail from the city assessor. And of course, with the hot real estate market, everything went up. So my rental houses went up between five and 10,000 a piece. And my personal house that I live in, my primary residence, went up over $30,000. And I thought, man, that's crazy. That's like a. a large percent, $30,000. That equates to, I believe in Cedar Rapids, about an extra $500 a year in property taxes. Um, and I thought, you know, I really need to fight this. And so I did some research and honestly, I couldn't find any numbers or any cases that I could even use. And then of course, I started talking to my neighbors. Neighbors, exact same thing. They've got their statements in the mail, it went up. And it was such a big deal, it made the local news. So yes, there's high demand for housing. Prices are high, and of course, that means the rents are higher. So last week, on the last podcast, we talked about my rent increases. So yes, rents are going up. In fact, I just had a tenant move out of a house that they've been living in for the last seven years. And they asked me, you know, hey, do you know how much money we've spent you or we've given you in the last seven years in rent? And I'm like, yeah, I know it's a lot. And so I actually sat down and calculated it. It was about $140,000 that they've paid me for seven years to live in this house. Um, so that's a lot of money. And to top that all off, they were actually pretty cheap on rent for the house. So what are we doing during this time? This house is going to be, it's empty right now. And we're, we've got our next renter lined up and rents are going to go up. So again, with a rental property, valuations go up, rents go up, you get depreciation and what goes down the mortgage. So you're building equity over time. So I actually increased the rent on that property over 30%. So I do believe that we're in another housing bubble and that prices of real estate will come back down. But I still believe real estate is one of the best hedges against inflation and is considered a true hard asset that you can store your wealth in. So man, no matter where you made your wealth, real estate, in my opinion, is one of the best assets to store your wealth and to increase your wealth. All right, so now on to our main topic. So today's main topic is the first subject matter in our mission statement, and that's entrepreneurship. So what is an entrepreneur and what is entrepreneurship? So we know entrepreneurs such as Steve Jobs from Apple. Did you know that Steve Jobs after Apple 
went uh, and founded a company called Next Computer. And then he actually, at that point in time, also became an owner in Pixar. And of course, Pixar is known from Disney for all those animation films. And Pixar was eventually sold to Disney, which, which put Steve Jobs on Disney's board of directors. And if you know the story of Steve Jobs, he was replaced and actually kicked out of his own corporation that he started at Apple Computer, kicked out by the board, and they brought in a corporate executive, I believe from Pepsi. And of course, it didn't do very well. So without the entrepreneur who started the company, bringing in a corporate executive to run the company, it didn't have that same pizzazz. It, did, it wasn't making it. So what happened is they ended up bringing Steve Jobs back and they purchased Next Computer from Steve and brought him back. And of course, the rest of it is history. Uh, so, But Steve is like the ultimate entrepreneur starting multiple companies and seeing the vision. So, you know, today we've got Elon Musk, uh, obviously who started PayPal, where he made his money. And then he started Tesla and then SpaceX, another great example of an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs who build big businesses are the richest people in the world, bar, you know, by far. So Warren Buffett is an investor and he's wealthy as well, but he's not at the same level of the entrepreneurs and biz, big business builders. So you look at people like Bill Gates, who started Microsoft, again, Elon Musk, uh, started with PayPal, Tesla, SpaceX, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, Larry Page, Google. All of these people made billions and billions of dollars on building large businesses. So it is the number one way to create wealth. And then you have the investors. So Forbes' definition of entrepreneurship is a person who organizes and manages any enterprise, especially a business, usually with considerable initiative and risk. What I say is identify a need, and that's any need, and fill it. I call it problem solving, building systems, and then filling those problems. So my question is, is if you buy a franchise, are you an entrepreneur? Because that system is already there and it's already built. You know, you're a business owner and investor. Yes. Are you an entrepreneur? Maybe. See, to me, the key to being an entrepreneur is not only building a business from scratch once and building that system, but continuing to do it over and over again, seeing problems and needing to fill it. So in my 20 plus years of business building, I have actually built five different businesses from the ground up. And each time there's been different challenges that I've learned from, mistakes that I've made and improved upon. So I know that if I lost everything tomorrow, that I could get it all back in a short amount of time. I know what my value is, what my worth is. I don't need someone to pay me X amount of dollars an hour at a job. I can create money out of nothing, out of an idea. You probably heard, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man how to fish, 
he eats for a lifetime. So the real question is, is are you looking for something safe and secure? Do you exchange your time for a set number of dollars? And I don't care if it's $10 an hour, $100 an hour, or $1,000 an hour, you are exchanging your time for money. And you have a floor, a minimum. Like you can say, I'm only going to work for $20 an hour, or that job pays $30 an hour. That's starting on a floor. That also means that you have a ceiling. And as an entrepreneur, when you're starting from scratch and building a business, your floor is zero. You're starting from nothing and you're building something that has no ceiling. You could build something and be the next Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. You could literally have a limitless ceiling depending on what you build. So the question is, is can you give yourself a raise? You see, I just had this discussion a couple days ago with my son who's in sales. He says, you either know how to produce cash flow or you work for someone who does. In his case, he says, you either know how to sell or you work for someone who does. You work for someone that started a business with the hopes of achieving an income, a profitability, and then what they do is they obviously hire people. So if you don't know how to do it, you work for someone who does. So back when I started my first business, the wireless internet service provider, after a few years, I was looking to sell. So I reached out to a company that was local, that was uh, had venture capital money invested, and I asked if they were interested in buying my business because I was ready to exit out. I was going to sell to them, and then they wanted me to come on board as part of their sales staff. And of course, that sales position was 100% commission. And I thought to myself, you know, I've never been on a commission before. But in my previous life as an employee, I was an engineer that was on a salary. I was salary-based and not commission. And so when I was talking to the president of the company, I said, you know, I, I don't know if I want a 100% commission. I've never, I've never done that before. And their answer back to me was, well, of course you have. What do you think building a business is? Building a business is 100% commission. And after I thought about that for a while, I'm like, you know, you're right. I know what my value is. I know how much money I generate. I know how much income I generate and how many people I serve. If you go back to episode one, I talk about the secret is to be of service to people, to provide them goods and services. And if you provide it to one person or you divide it, uh, provide it to 200 people or 1,000 people or a million people, that's going to be indicative to how much money you're actually making. If you have a good system that's profitable. So again, going back, I have been 100% commission and I have been salary. And entrepreneurship and business building is definitely 100% commission, no floor and an unlimited ceiling. So entrepreneurship isn't a subject that we're going to cover a lot. 
But it's the inner motivation that drives us. It's the fun of the game. You know, you can teach the other subjects like real estate, investing, and professional development. Those things can be taught. But entrepreneur is that feeling that you have, that feeling of satisfaction that drives you. And if that describes you, then you're in the right place and at the right time. You can make money regardless what the economy is doing. If it's going up, if it's going down, we're going sideways. And you are a student of money. So look at that. We're already like 12 minutes into the podcast and that's pretty much just running off my notes. So we're going to continue we're going to continue to try this format. You're going to hear me mess up from time to time, but uh, it's going to be a lot easier for me. I'm going to be able to get these out. Um, so looking forward to being able to keep a schedule because as people reminded me, guess what happened on Monday, Monday or what didn't happen? The podcast didn't come out. So yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Apologize. Trying to make this as easy and convenient as possible because there's lots of topics, lots of information. Every day there's something in my head that says, you know what, that'd be a great podcast. There's a lot of value there. And again, we want to start doing some interviews, start lining up some people to have one-on-one interviews. I've got a lot of great ideas and a lot of great people that I want to get in front of you guys. So that's all I got for this week. Happy Easter, everybody. Remember that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I'm Jeff Niemeyer, and I'm your host, and I'll see you next week on Student of Money.